Scorpions on three! One, two, three, Scorpions! And Welcome to the first episode of the Scorpions podcast, The Weekly Sting, and I have my first guest with us today, one of the directors of the club. We have Evan Barocas. How are you, mate? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me on, Ryan. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy day to to be on to be on the the first episode of the podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited about being here, and I'm really excited to kind of share um, you know some of the club's backstory and our and our values going forward. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be uh, having a conversation with you. Absolutely. So so yeah, we'll just we'll get straight into it. Really, with with how you got your affiliation with with scorpions really how did that come about um did you know somebody in the club how was uh how did that all start yeah so i was living in um near the worst area back in like 2014 um i was going i was working at national grid um assistant at wpi on the men's side for their soccer program um while getting my mba and um, playing for the western mass pioneers at the time and um, a good friend of mine um, knew of FC Boston Scorpions back in the day um, with a, a central region that was right in Worcester. Um, so they connected me with, at the time, the regional director, who, which was John, uh, John Gillis, and um, just put me in touch with them because I wanted to get involved in the youth game. And, um, you know, I didn't have any spare time, but I did want to get involved with it. Um, so, you know, one practice led to another. They loved what I did with their futsal program and, and their spring program. Um, and that kind of just rolled into me taking over one team. Um, and then the following spring, I took over, you know, two or three more teams for them. Um, and then long story short, actually, it was Fred Marks, our, our co-founder, sorry, our founder of Scorpions back in 1998, who actually came out to one of our Worcester sessions, um, watched one of our train sessions, saw me coach, um, was delighted with, you know, the, the I guess, the, the product that we had on hand in Worcester um, and offered me, a, you know, a full-time job basically the next day. So um, I'll forever be grateful for Fred in terms of what he did for my career because I've loved this game since I was a little kid. Um, so to be able to work full-time in the job was um, a dream of mine. Um, you know, obviously everyone had aspirations to play professionally, make it professionally, and get paid to be a professional. Um, but obviously to be in the game full-time and doing what you love and, and helping other kids reach those aspirations for themselves was uh, was a was a huge goal of mine so um so yeah that started back in 2015 I, I came full-time onto the onto the club um I was basically a, a, a regional manager for our Worcester program which used to be called Central um and I coached there for um, another two years helping grow the region um from there I got invited to come do some ECNL technical trainings um, and then from there, just kind of snowballed into me taking over one ECNL team, two ECNL teams. Um, and then back in 2016, I kind of took on a more full-time role with the ECNL, you know, teams um, and left the, the central region to kind of fulfill that a little bit more full-time. Um, and then once um, once 2018 came over, you know, came across, we had the opportunity between myself, Nick and Darren to um, you know, take a leadership role in the club um, to, you know, take the club uh, from Fred, um, which, again, we're very appreciative of. And um, that's kind of where we are now, five years on from taking it on back in 2018. And, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're rolling ahead here and we're, we're making some great strides. So it's kind of a backstory of where, you know, um, where I came from and how I started with the club to where we are today. Great. Yeah, that's it's fascinating to, to hear the start of, 
of how you got involved and stuff. How different is how different is the club from when you first came into it to what it is now? Yeah, I think when you first come into it, um, you know, eyes are kind of wide open where you're just kind of evaluating what different regions are doing, what different teams are doing, you know, you know, who to, you know, reference point for, for, you know, help. Um, and, you know, when we first came in, I, I feel like there was a, a disconnect between obviously our central region was very far away from our Metro West and our East program. So I always found that there was a little bit of a disconnect um, in terms of our regions. Um, but, you know, we kind of, uh, mitigated that gap once we offered some camps and some clinics and we got to get the entire club together. So I feel like we were always at our best, um, even back in 2015, 2016, um, when we had the entire club, um, you know, unified and together and doing more club events together rather than doing separate uh, regional events. Um, so from, from that aspect, I think now knowing how much value that brings to the club and to our members, um, we've been trying to do more of that a little bit more frequently throughout the course of the year. So that way it's not just, Hey, you know, Evans in central Nick's in the Metro West and, you know, we see each other once or twice a year. Um, so I, I feel like there's a huge, um, shift in our, in our ability to stay united as a, as a club and as you know staff members and as players and as coaches. Right. Um, so I think that's a massive, you know, step to towards that. Um, and I think that we've, in the last couple of years, you know, myself, Nick and Darren have always talked about our club core values and making sure that we're putting players first, you know, our staff very close as a, as a, as a, you know, almost like a, you know, first and, you know, 1A, 1B kind of, kind of scenario. Um, and we know that as long as we put those people first, that overall it's going to, it's going to take care of 90% of our, of our, um, of our, of our business model. So um, I think the unity of that, the core values, um, and just kind of reinvesting our time and our resources into the youth where, you know, we used to do a great job with our junior academy. Um, and I think you can see that over the last year or two, we've been doing a great job of offering more um, programs, more camps and clinics, more tournaments to gear towards those younger audiences, which helps, you know, our regions grow, which helps our ECL teams grow. Um, and then obviously just giving a little bit more autonomy to our regional directors, um, you know, allowing them to make more decisions within their, within their market, um, allowing them to, you know, grow the way they see fit within their market. Cause no one knows their, their region, their demographics better than those regional managers. So um, I think combination of all those little things has, has changed. Um, it's not that it has never been there. It's just that we've, kept a little bit more of a focus on those core values that's helped us not only a grow, but B become a little bit more efficient across all spectrums of our, of our business model. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. That's, that's definitely something that I've noticed coming in, coming into the club is that like the staff members, especially, and everybody's just on together and on the same page. And especially when we're all like in the office together, it's just good to, you can bounce ideas off each other and you can be like, you know, we, you're all in one place to make decisions. Yeah. In a day that's like, so, you know, 2023, we're so socially driven by, you know, texting and, 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 you know, um, emails, it's very nice to kind of put that stuff away for a couple hours a week and just have some face-to-face -face time with some, with some, obviously some like-minded people that love the game and are there for the right reasons. Um, so hundred percent spot on that. That's a huge part to, you know, why we can kind of, 
maintain that that course uh, throughout the course of the year and not have it fall off, you know, at a month at a time or two months at a time or, you know, better yet, not six months at a time. So we're, we're really happy with the with the atmosphere and the environment that we're, we're creating, not only on the fields, but obviously in the in the office as well. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. So so for the people that like are outside of the club and don't don't know the ins and outs of it, what's your what's your role like what's your title in the club what's what's the uh what's your status in the club yeah so well myself nick and darren are all uh directors of the club um so we oversee different aspects of the club but mine from a soccer perspective is uh you know the director of coaching so i help oversee not only just player coach and team development uh, but also team placement as well so um you know we we try to help guide our coaches um, and our and our players, that's going to put them in a position that's going to succeed, right? Uh, where they're going to find value and success um, in in what they do with us, because we know that as long as they find value in that, that they're very likely to a return, but b uh, develop and grow as a person and as a player uh, within the club. Um, you know, from a business end, you know, again, myself, Nick, and Darren work hand in hand, um, just kind of understanding our club business model, um, you know, helping rebrand us from, you know, back in the day, we had so many different names, you know, we had FC Boston, uh, we had the Boston Breakers. So the first priority was kind of not rebranding, but just establishing our brand right from the off uh, to make Scorpions the name that it used to be um, and not having any uh, deviation with, with, the, with the club name. So, um, you know, myself, Nick and Darren have been working tirelessly in terms of understanding from the business model, how are we going to get that, those, um, you know, that brand in across, how are we going to get that club image back across um, to where where Scorpions can be a, a well-known name across Massachusetts again. And then from there, hopefully grow into a well-known name across the Northeast and potentially one day nationally, right? So, um, but yeah, that's a little bit of a kind of very wholesome view of what I do at the club um it's you know you know we all wear about eight or nine different hats right now um but luckily luckily with us growing and um and bringing in great people like yourself it allows us to kind of take a hat off and pass on a lot of these responsibilities to people like yourself and Corey and Taylor and Fred uh and Andre um to you know to make us that much more efficient so we're, we're in a much better place uh, now than we were in 2018, because I think in 2018, you know, I had 15 hats on my head. Nick had about 15 and, and Darren had a bunch, too. So it's really nice to, um, you know, pass along some of that responsibility to you guys um, and allow you guys to put your mark on the club as well. Right. So it, you guys feel that much more valued and that much more a part of the club um, as, as we do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And so this is uh, this is just a great way to kind of express what the club's all about to, to people outside of it and and to whether that's coaches or players or parents outside the club and and this is a great avenue we're doing the podcast for example to to spread the word a little bit of of what scorpions is all about yeah i think um you know our, our model's pretty clear right is that the younger age groups we want to bring in um you know good kids who who love the game right and and try to reflect that on the field um, and then obviously as they grow older, um, instinctively, they want to become more competitive. They want to, you know, have challenges ahead of them and we want to challenge them as well. Um, you know, and we want to find that balance between stretching them and supporting the players, right? So how much can we stretch an individual to, you know, go beyond their means? 
but at the same time, how much can we, you know, how, how well can we support them as well to making sure that they're not failing every single day and they're finding a good environment of that stretch and support kind of model. Um, and that's, you know, that's probably from U12 and on um, where kids really grow the most um, and they find their confidence around that age of 15, 16. Um, and, you know, different kids develop obviously at different times, but we want to be able to be a club that can offer um, a level of play and a level of, um, you know, development that's open to any kid at any time, right? Um, and I think that before we were, we, we didn't really have the numbers when we first started to be able to offer different spectrums of different levels of play. Um, and now that we've grown in a great way, uh, we can now find a better balance between, you know, again, stretching players or supporting them, um, depending on whether it be at ECNL, ECNL regional, or in one of our higher end levels in our regional group. Um, or if you're a beginner, um, you know, how can we find you a, a team that's going to, you know, provide you with the right atmosphere and the right environment for you to grow uh, as a soccer player and as a as a person. So, yeah, absolutely, couldn't agree more. It's great. So yeah, that's that's great stuff and and a great kind of introduction to to who you are, who the club is, and 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 for the first for the first kind of episode um, of the pod. And we're gonna have gonna enter a little uh, segment that we we've we've spoken about previously. I'll let you prepare for this question that we had. So we're gonna have a podcast question for. For, uh, for every episode and it's going to be interesting to see what everyone's answers are because everyone's got a different kind of mentality and different way of looking at the game. So so the podcast question is, you're in the World Cup final. You're one-on-one -on -one with a goalkeeper. You've got a good chance of scoring yourself. It's like a 50-50 chance you're one-on-one -on -one with a keeper. You could score, you could be the hero. Or do you pass it to your teammate to the side of you who's got an open goal and he's 99.9% .9 sure he's going to score. What do you do? Yeah, I'm going home with that World Cup medal and I'm definitely passing the ball on to an open teammate for sure. Um, I've always been, um, you know, as a soccer player, I was always the guy providing assist uh, more so than scoring goals. Um, obviously scoring goals is great and, the, and that's all well and good. Um, but I'm definitely putting the team before myself and I'm making sure that we're coming home with that World Cup medal and that World Cup trophy. Um, so I'm 100% passing that ball to an open teammate. He just better keep himself on side or else uh, I'd probably kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great answer. Good stuff. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you so much for coming on and it's been a, it's been an excellent first episode and we'll uh, we'll have to get you back on again to to go into more details of like your soccer journey and, and all that kind of stuff in a in a later episode. Yeah, 100%. Would love to do that. And thank you for having me on and thank you for, you know, again, giving us a different avenue to help spread in the world, uh, spreading the word about our, our you know, obviously our, our, our club and our culture um, and just kind of uh, giving us a new, a new model going forward. So it's been very, very good to talk to you. And uh, thanks again for having me on. Thank you to our first guest on the weekly sting podcast, Evan Brokus, one of the directors at the club. You can catch this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and anywhere where you normally get your podcasts from. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you really want to help the podcast grow, give us a five-star review, put us a little comment down at the bottom, and that will really help the podcast grow quickly. I have been your host, Ryan Gray. We're excited to bring you more episodes coming up in the future. The podcast is going to be dropping on Friday mornings, Thank you very much, and we will see you soon. Score!